You're listening to Dream Home Experts on 21.6 The Net. I'm Mike. I'm Keith. I'm Vic. And I'm Bear. We are the Dream Home Experts. Welcome back to the Dream Home Experts. Uh, We are here with uh, JT, and we're going to talk a little bit about home inspections today. How's everybody doing this week? Huh? How's everybody doing this week? I'm doing good. How about you? Fantastic. Welcome really to the good. show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Life is good if you're in real estate right now. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Gosh, that's so true. So, Very good. so um, I'm Mike with um, Jay's Plumbing. I'm Keith with Jay's Plumbing and the Smoking Griddle Boys. Uh, JT with Jay's Stone Home Inspections. <laughs> Fantastic. And I'm Derek with Gold Shield Services. So, and then we have Vic, our producer in the back. Vic, if you want to chime in real quick. Hello, everybody. We're so happy to have JT back this year. Uh, we had him a couple of years ago, and uh, we're really glad to get his sage-like wisdom joining us once again. <laughs> I'm just excited Vic's got a mic. He can finally talk. Absolutely. You have a voice now, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> Somebody. Soon enough, we'll get you a camera. He's a little camera shy. Yes, a little bit. Yep. <laughs> he likes dong- to hide behind the camera. It's a dongle issue. <laughs> dongle. I hide dongle. behind the curtain, pull the levers. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> he does do that. Oh, so, um, with the real estate booming right now, yeah, you're really busy, huh? It's crazy. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's exciting. I mean, you can barely keep up. It is a bit of a roller coaster right now for everybody. It, it's not just the brokers, <clears throat> mortgage lenders. It, it's um, basically anyone that is looking to purchase at this time. And it's not just Chicago. Denver's going through this. Madison uh, inventory is super low. Right. So. Things have switched, but really it's a win-win for the sellers and the buyers. And then, of course, the rest of us that are involved in the in the mechanics of it. So right. um, if you're selling, you can basically ask for what you want. And there's going to be a, a, a bidding uh, war on it. So the agents are generally going to tell you, well, if they're asking this amount, you want to offer this amount over it. Not under it. And then you might as well run out there and plant your little flag and stand out in front of the driveway and go, no, this is mine. It's mine. (laughs) You better post it quick. You got to put your flag up. Wow. Um, That's how volatile it is right now. But at least the sellers are getting what they want for their houses for the most part. I mean, there's some small demographics that maybe don't fit into this, but for the majority of the homeowners and sellers, Mm -hmm. um, it's a win for them. Uh, It's a win for the buyers because interest rates have never been so low. Right. So you can afford what you're looking for now and what the what the sellers are asking for. It's it's incredible, man. It, it's fun. Everybody's happy. We're at a different point in real estate now, better than it's ever been as far as um, transactions, uh, uh, making the purchases, getting your mortgages, um, leadership and guidance from from those brokerages. It, it's nothing like it was 20 years ago. Wow. Let's just say that. And I know because the older families that I'm working with whether they're just downsizing into a townhome or not, uh, they have um, an opportunity that 
they didn't have 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. you right. know, it's so much easier now. We used to be really caught up in, oh, well, you don't want to disclose this and you don't want to say that. And you don't want to say that. We're kind of past all that crap. Um, it's more, uh, uh, it's clear now and, 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 and less BS. Let's just right, say right. that. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting for them too. Cause they're like, so that's all I do is I sign on your phone and then you send me a report and how many days till I get that? I'm like, no, you're going to get it about an hour after I leave the house. And they're like, what? <laughs> wow. They're stoked, man. Uh... You know? And we have tools to find things that we never had before. So yeah, it's pretty exciting for everybody. It's never boring, man. I'll tell you that. Right. Uh-uh. So JT, awesome. tell me a little bit about your back history and, and what got you into home inspections and kind of what your expertise really settles on on a home when you're doing a home inspection. Yeah, right on. Mm -hmm. uh, so when I, I started with the Chicago, uh, I was a Chicago carpenter, uni carpenter. Awesome. And which was cool. It was a good way to get started. Uh, I couldn't bartend forever. Uh, and, and I couldn't just play in bands forever. I mean, I wanted you can, to. You, My can, friends did. you can drink forever <laughs> until your yeah. liver gives up. Yeah, it was, yeah. oh, man, do I, I can just stay bartending and playing in bands for the next 40? No, that's not going to work. So I had to figure something else out. To shorten your life yeah. at that point. Yeah, and I like taking stuff apart and putting it back together. So I ended up jumping in on a, on a, uh, um, uh, a carpentry crew, ended up with the union. That was cool. And then after a while, a partner and I left and we started a non-union shop to do things the way we wanted to do them instead of under the guidelines of the, of the union. And really, there's certain things in the union. If you've stuck it out, you know that the rules were be on time, uh, keep your mouth shut and your head down. And I was really good at being on time. <laughs> <laughs> the other one's not so much, huh? No, no, keeping my mouth shut was not my thing. So I would say a lot of things and they go, you can't say that. Don't tell the client that. And I'm like, yeah, but that's what happened. They'd say, well, you can't tell them that. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> all right. Guess I'll drop off my tools and equipment. Thanks. Right. Yeah. So starting a non-union shop was cool. I got to work with my best friend who ended up being the best boss in the entire planet. Um, <clears throat> we we enjoyed bringing people into the fold and training them and making sure that their families, they even when we didn't have a lot of work, we found ways to make sure everybody was getting a paycheck every week. That was super important until we built up a big company and everybody had insurance and that sort of thing. You know, it was pretty cool. Wow. Um, but man, I beat my body up. <laughs> I, I beat my, I, the trades are hard. Yeah. They're really hard. Are you kidding me? It's super easy. Well, it because you're an electrician. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's super easy. Just pull wire and. Put in HVAC systems. No, no. <laughs> it's terribly exhausting, and you can ask anyone. But anybody, the trades are exhausting. Yes, in yes. general, always. Um, yes, you definitely need to be a certain person to wake up every day, jump in the grind, and literally bust sweat every minute for twelve hours a day. Sometimes eighteen hours a day when something doesn't yep. go right, and then wake up the next day and go, "Oh, I'm really happy to do this again." Woohoo! Cool. Tell me about you. You just purchased a home, Mike, a, a little bit ago, and who'd you use? I actually used uh, JT here. Oh man, that was not segued at all. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your. It was about. Uh, a, it was about about a year, a year and a half yeah, ago. Super here. early. So, so. Uh, tell me about the differences. Is this your first home, second home? Uh, this is my second home. So tell I me purchased. about your first experience with home buying with inspector, second home. Well, the first home was a brand new house. So I didn't so everything have, was uh, it in was code in code perfectly so, done. Yeah. No problem. No, not really, but <laughs> I did a lot of changes in that house also. <laughs> well, when you buy a new house, you have to put new closets in, you know, the closet organizers, they just have a little rod. Wait, did you build it? 
You built it, right? I had I had it built. I didn't personally build it so myself. You, so you built it because I was twenty one years old when he I paid, he paid he paid to have it done, it. and then he just read and he just did it himself again. Well, I added like the laundry <laughs> tub out in the garage, and I ran right, him a heater in the garage. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a builder. He's not being sarcastic at all right now. Just <laughs> FYI. Just for anybody And it was a track builder about. back in those days. Like, well, no, yeah, boom, you boom, can't boom, do boom, anything boom, boom, boom. outside the normal back then. <laughs> right. You right. want a closet where? You want what, what kind that? of furnace? I, well, I upgraded my furnace there. I, I put a variable speed two-stage um, Lennox in at the time. Ooh. And... Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> they, they were, it was, like, totally outside the box for them. Yep. And then I took out a wall. Well, what they did when they took out the wall, they eliminated the return that was in that wall before. So I didn't have yeah, the return. You don't need that. So I had to readjust my return in the house. Mm. So uh, it was interesting. So this time, um, well, I've, I've, being a plumber, I've been on a lot of jobs, a lot of home inspectors. Sure. JT has always seemed to be um, very upfront, very knowledgeable on what he knew. And mm. if he didn't know, he knew how to ask the right thing. Yeah, so well. um, I had him... You know, I hired him to do the home inspection. He was very thorough, looked at everything. There was a few things that were missed, of course, but uh, yeah. to your yeah. to your um, rebuttal to that was you, you don't normally look at those accessories at that at that time. So, which we've had conversations since, and you're like that. We really should. I should have been checking that stuff. Yeah, so. it's unbelievable how much I learn. Still, at least on a weekly basis, every mm -hmm. week I can look and go, oh, man, good thing I learned that this week. Good thing I learned that this week. But you have to stay open-minded all the time. I know there were things that I missed on that inspection. <laughs> we talk, I, I think I figured it, one or two of them out later. Something else came up. Um, but I also remember learning from you right. during the inspection. So it was really a benefit to me. Right. Because whenever mm -hmm. I work with I didn't get a discount, though. professionals. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I didn't get a discount, though. <laughs> For the teaching. No, 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 no. no they, man. Yeah, that's my favorite part about working with contractors. Right. If yeah. I keep an open mind, I know I'm going to leave going, oh, good thing I was there. I just learned that, that I didn't know before I got here. Right. Yeah. It takes a big person, honestly, and I have much respect for that kind of stuff. And, you know, of course, every job we ever do is absolutely 100% perfect every time. There's never any issues at all. I'm being super <laughs> sarcastic today. Um, and, you know, it, the learning points of different parts, every home is different. Every home brings a different type of construction, a different type of building, and a different kind of remodelings that happen. Some are which done under permit, done the correct way. And some, obviously, that are not that we run into all the time, which is where the cookie-cutter image of everything being done, whether it's in plumbing world, electrical world, HVAC world, or even your world, you might walk into a house and go, what the heck is that thing? I've never seen that before. I don't even know what that is. You take a picture of it, send it, you know, one of your guys that's a general, and, oh, yeah, I know exactly what that is. Yeah, I've never seen that in my life, and now you've learned what that is. But at the same time, like... As a homeowner, you're walking into a place, it's good to have that information and be able to have those contractors to go to. I know we work with a couple home inspectors and I get text messages every now and then and they'll snap a picture of something or, or, or send me a text message and just be like, dude, I, I don't I don't know what I'm looking at. Um, and if it's not my expertise, then I'll jump into one of my expertise to be able to make sure that, uh, you know, we get the answered question so that, of course, the client is the one that we care about the most. In doing so, the home inspector then is, you know, telling people, you know, what, what company they're using to get that information from, which then in turn, you know, rebuttals mm -hmm. back to us eventually if they need something right. worked on. So yeah. obviously there's some scratching in both ways. Obviously when you're a home inspector, you can't refer people, you know what I mean? But that question answered is that question answered. So 
The other thing I really liked is he gave a lot of good information about the house, you know, mm-hmm. the, the concrete in certain areas, sealing your floor and putting epoxy coating on it before you actually move everything into your house. Like those, that input was really kind of cool to have somebody come through the house to be able to tell you about that. It is. It's a little foresight, like with the garage floor. Um, we don't think about that. We're going to move in. We're excited to move in. And then a year later, you're like, oh, man, I wish I'd done that epoxy coating instead of just sealed up these cracks. Right. Well, you're not going to do it now. You're going to leave. You know what? You're going to take everything out for, for a week. Oh, weekend, I will. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, on that Many note, times. though, I did just recently send uh, Mike a photo. Uh, it was a plumbing issue and I'd missed something. And I was a little, I was disappointed in myself sure. and I kind of saw it and I was like, oh man, I sent him and I'm like, what do you see? He saw something else. And I was like, oh, of course. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, man, did I just rush through that? So what did I do? Not only did I take care of that issue professionally because we've got reputations. Right. So in this industry, a reputation is way more important than hundreds of dollars uh, yeah. because reputation is going to be thousands and thousands of dollars. So, um, I did it. I took care of it professionally. Um, and more importantly is now, like I said, going forward, anytime I see that damn saddle valve, I'm going to go, uh, no, we, sorry, we don't, <laughs> we don't use saddle valves anymore. So I'm going to change your water heater. We're going to change that out too. And then they don't, then it's like, Oh, okay. It's not a big deal, but at least they're aware of it. Right. Um, for the next person that's coming in, that's educated, they'll be like, that's not code. Like we really yeah. should replace that. And then the homeowner's like, yeah, I remember JT told me about that's that. That's right. So, yeah, yeah. So, so let me ask you this though. So <clears throat> this is something that I see on a uh, probably a couple times a week with everything uh, people buying houses. Now, since you are a home inspector, and I find a code a code violation on the plumbing, I get customers that say all the time, "Well, why didn't my home inspector flag that?" And I go, <laughs> "See, that's a very very large gray area." Now, that's the a one good thing question. On, the one thing on my side is is that I'm a licensed plumber. So I know the code. If I need to go further into the code and oh, get something fine-tuned, then, I, oh, then I'll know it. But on your end, how is that? How, are you, how, do, you, how do you figure that out? With you especially talking about the, the, the sale valve before any other questions were, you know, I mean, like talking to someone else. You mean as far as the, during the inspection? Well, yeah, that. And then like, how do you go about that situation? Like, with uh, on your job like on any job you're looking at how do you go about like saying okay i know there's a code violation here can you say that no good question right really good question we're actually trained uh by illinois standards and the school i went to in wisconsin which is a great inspector school one of the 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 key points is do not quote codes which makes perfect sense first of all we wouldn't possibly be able to keep up with them all, oh, yeah. all the cities and i don't even know villages. how you guys do it it blows my mind it yeah. really does so we're in the code book codes. every day oh, that's God. how we Electrical keep up codes. on it yeah. <laughs> forget about it so <laughs> what i do is i tell people i'm not that interested in you in fo- or focused on codes mm-hmm. uh because it's too misleading i can mislead right. you that way what i am focused on is what the codes are based on and that is is it safe is it problematic is it right. a defect in the installation um so i don't really need to refer to the code of it just if it's problematic no that and, and basically those codes are are going to be uh derived from is it problematic is it a safety hazard um is it going to rust inside the pipe mm-hmm. those sort of things so i don't care if it's a code to have dielectric unions between dissimilar metals i just know it needs to be there so we can avoid any rust damage um okay. that's how i address those situations and, and then go back to your other point too often we are not going to find something that when the licensed professional comes in is going to see, you have to think of it as we're trained to know maybe let's say 70% of what you know, because 
you're on that on that's what you do every single day right mm -hmm. so there's no way I could possibly know 100% of what you know. What I'm trained to find out is at least anything that is problematic or could be an issue or needs to be repaired. And that pro that kind of answers the question I was just going to ask you. Is just like you're looking so like underneath the, oh, a lavatory sink in a bathroom, right? Bathroom mm -hmm. sink. If uh, people don't understand the lavatory part, I spend but a lot of time <laughs> under the lavatory sink. <laughs> <laughs> bathroom sink. Yes. <laughs> um, it's like you see like a pee trap standard you know chrome p-trap it's mm -hmm. got rust and or grime buildup on it you're flagging that you're not calling Certainly. you wouldn't unless you saw something you wouldn't be calling a code oh, violation right? yeah and i don't have to refer to his code i have to right. i'm going to point out that we've got some deterioration or, or 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 damage to the drain pipe and that recommend replacement and by the way the, my everyone has a personal style and i know i have a personal style with what right. i do i'm not going to say anything without pointing out how it's repaired and that's the big difference I made is that um, if I'm going to point Channel out and say, hand. hey, that, that B-trap yeah. or that, you know, let me say it's an S-trap, right? Right, right. I just saw one the other day. All I'm going to say is that's an improper drain pipe. It can actually cause a dry, mm -hmm. uh, a dry trap right there. So what we're going to do is pull that out and properly install it. And they go, okay, because it's an easy fix. Mm -hmm. These are all easy, standard, everyday, typical fixes. So not only do I want to point it out, but I want to make sure that they understand this is, this is nothing. This is a quick fix. Right. This yeah, is a right. homeowner fix if you want. Right. Mm -hmm. I really like the way you're saying these kind of things because obviously we, we do HVAC, we do electrical, um, we have licensed electricians. And it's for me, I, we, we come across this all the time and code is 100% true. If you ever look at electrical code, it's very similar to plumber, plumbing code, but plumbing doesn't change by like the way it does in addendums inside of each municipality, right. which can be really crazy because some towns <laughs> will let us lay pipe for gas in the ground and the next village over is like, no, you can't do that. It's gotta be a plumber. I'm like, well, the town next to you is allowing us, like we deal with gas pipes all the time. Like we know what we're doing with them. You're just allowing us to do it or not. Like if you want a plumber to do it, then just make a plumber do it across the board. Then we don't have to stop talking about it where we got to go dive in the books and stuff like that. Um, and you take, I'm going to talk about electrical, obviously, because that's what we run into. And, and we've had some really good ones and we've had some really bad ones. And obviously with homes being purchased, and, and this is where I want to focus really on, the viewers that are watching right now at the end of the day picking your home inspector is a personal professional and it's a guidance right so he's not an expert plumber he's not an expert electrician he's not an expert hvac he's general knowledge around safety so you can have people that have safety i've come across homes where a home inspector has been done home inspection has been done not by you just to be clear um <laughs> that we've come across uh, a knob and tube a live knob and tube in a oh, house, stop. completely missed on the inspection. Huh. Like, I mean, literally in the basement, wide away. Like, oh, literally, right you there. almost ran into it walking <laughs> into the basement. Yeah. It, oh, no, no, no. You can tell it. Knob and tube is completely code, by the way. Lying. Um, maybe 100 years ago. <laughs> maybe 100 years ago. It's awesome, by the way. It's a piece of history, right? And that right. thing's still working. So, obviously, it was installed, whatever, back in the day, correctly, that it's lasted that long and still alive and, and being okay. Um so I want to ask some the viewers out there. So hi, Magda. Hi, uh, Mary. Thanks for joining the show. Um, I, if you guys have any questions about to ask a home inspector that you want, this is the time to do it. You have a, a live guy right here. He's definitely a I great dude. I love q and Yeah, please do <laughs> that as well. So Jessica asked a question right away too. Hi, Jessica. Nice to have you on the show as well. Hey, Jessica. I can actually read this real quick. Okay. If you're not an expert, how do they even know? 
And you kind of touched on that. An expert. She jumped in a little bit later, so you kind of touched on that. But if you want to jump back into how do you get your expertise, how do you understand what to look for? And you talked about training. That's an excellent question because the training is extensive. It it, it really is. Illinois uh, and California uh, are probably the most extensive training and and certifications requirements for an inspector. So you spend not only years training and constantly in in continuing education classes, but um, I've done, well, at this point, I think I'm over 800 inspections easily. So you really start to see so many different applications of of an installation. And then when you see something you don't know, you're immediately going to research Mm -hmm. it. Or I'll hit up a contractor that I trust and I'll say, hey, what am I looking at? What's going on with this? Just like you said. Mm -hmm. So I honestly think that's where a lot of the expertise comes. It's not just from the book training and the online training that we took years doing. Uh, It's really from being on site finding issues and then figuring out how to address the issues. And I think that's really where the expertise comes in. Um, Let's go with electrical. We'll take that for example. Um, I understand where Romex is not allowed. I understand um, where it is allowed. What I'm more concerned with, and this is the expertise part, is why it's problematic. Why is it dangerous? First of all, it's a PVC sheathing. It's a coating. It's not rigid. Um, if it's behind drywall, and I will tell the homeowner in Will County, uh, you know, hey, by the way, if you're hanging a picture, make sure you find out first what's behind that wall, because it may not be conduit when you start drilling into it that's running that electrical service. Right. Um, and then you can screw right into that, and that's that's dangerous. So <clears throat> and I'm just going to use that as an ex- a small example, Jessica, mm-hmm. because um, the expertise comes from different layers, I think more from experience. Now, there's certifications, of right. course, too, but anybody can get certifications. You sure. really need the experience. Right. Yeah, just a really quick um, um, word. We, this is If you're just tuning in, we're Dream Home Experts. We're on 21.6 The Net. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube. We're live um, now on both. On both, so, as we speak. If you have any questions, um, feel free to chime in on either one. Uh, Facebook, preferably right now, um, that we're watching. Yeah. But, uh, we do check them periodically yeah. too. So if you do jump on there, watch the show and throw a comment in there, I, I do manage it myself. So I'm on Facebook a lot and I can answer the question or get the information we need to. And then you can always email us at info at the dream home experts, um, uh, dot com as well. Uh, yeah. We, we do uh, respond to emails on there. Also, uh, you want to tell them who you are real quick and we'll run through again, just for tuning in people. We have a couple more yeah. listeners. Mike right with Jay's plumbing, uh, Keith with Jay's plumbing and the smoking griddle boys. And JT with Jade Stone Home Inspections. Awesome. Derek with uh, Gold Shield Services or Heating, Cooling, Electric. And we're talking about home inspections. Yeah. Home inspections. I mean, it's true right now, right? I mean, we're literally selling so many homes left and right. I can't tell you the amount of times that I get so frustrated with different home inspectors. And it really comes down to education because it's things that we run into that cost clients a lot of money. I have a question just from my personal experience and what we run into all the time. Do you quote how much things cost to fix? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw it so out we're there. Gonna take a, uh, a we're going to take break. a commercial break from our sponsor, <laughs> Jay's Plumbing. <laughs> <clears throat> so it's, it's an interesting one because uh, we're actually trained not to. Don't quote. And, and, and the reason for it, which I've found personally, because I know when, when uh, when I was doing some general contracting and the inspector uh, says, oh, you know what? That's going to cost about 800 bucks, right? <laughs> and then I come in and I go, well, that's about 1150 And they're like, oh, no. Well, never mind. They were thinking 800 bucks. Right. Um, so not only have you put the, the homeowner in a bad position, mm-hmm. you've put the contractor in a horrible position. Even if it can, comes in 
under, now you've made a bigger deal of something that it, than it really was. Maybe it was only a $300 fix and you said it was going to be eight because that's what maybe you would have charged or right. you paid when yep. you did it. Mm -hmm. So we try to avoid it at all possible. However, that being said, it is, I understand when somebody hears this list of 12 or 15 things and they're like, man, so that vertical crack in the foundation, you know, how much does that cost? I want to give them some sort of number. So I make sure to do some research and I'll tell them, listen, you can't quote me on this, but in general, you're going to pay about $100 to $150 per linear foot for uh, a polyurethane and epoxy repair. And that's guaranteed for the house. It's it's really efficient. We don't have to worry about it anymore. It's worth every single penny. And then when they hear that number, it's not that bad. It's not thousands of dollars to fix a vertical crack in a foundation. Well, horizontal crack, a little bit different, right. but that's not what we see often. So I will throw out some numbers and say, be prepared for this amount. If, if I have to tell them, listen, when it's time to, <clears throat> I say this a lot, guys, so you know. <laughs> um, I say, hey, listen, we want to push this AC condenser unit as long as you possibly can, because when it's time to replace sure. and we've replaced all the parts that can be replaced and you're losing efficiency, um, you're you're about to experience that 90 degree week where they can't install a new another one for four days. That week sucks. Avoid that. <laughs> I said, so, but what we want to do is when you're time, it's time to replace that, your 20-year-old furnace is also in here too. And your HVAC contractor is going to come in. He's going to say, hey, you know, if you're going to replace that AC unit, you really should put a new furnace in too. You know, they work better together. <laughs> Understand. He, he went wicked with that real quick. In the wicked. Main. wicked. <laughs> I, I was trying to find the right moment. He set that up so beautifully. Thank you. <laughs> and I'll tell them. That contractor is not trying to sell you more equipment. You need to be understand that that sure. what he's telling you makes perfect sense. You really want to replace all that equipment at the same time mm -hmm. to get your best efficiency. Um, the trick is just getting that condenser unit to last as long as we can before you do it and budget right. accordingly. Then comes the question. Well, how much is that? Now, what do I do? Go running to my car and go, I don't know. I can't tell you. <laughs> no, I want to be helpful. And I tell them, you know, you want to budget anywhere from ten dollars to $12,000 for that replacement. At least now they have just for the first number. Stop. Just for the furnace. You're nuts. It's so efficient. It's like 110%. Wow. 110% efficient. Wow. It They're going to pay you. It's going to gonna create its own heat. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's going to even heat your water for you. Exactly. Come when on, I, Elon. Hot water. We had a whole conversation like in the office for like four hours after we talked about it. It's like, it's not a hot water heater. It's just water heater. Okay, it's just cool. a water heater. Oh, thank it God. It's a no. water no, no. heater. For all our contractors out there, just so you know, uh, all you plumbing contractors that are running out uh, around there that says, we replace hot water heaters. It's time to take that van in and have it rewrapped. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, for the general homeowner, I get it. Right. Hot, it's hot water. It's heating. I, I never Well, you even it. get people calling their water heater a boiler. So oh, yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Where's yeah. my boiler? It is a cold water heater. Uh, Mary brought up a really good question here, too. And, and really just uh, it uh, actually it is a question. So um, I don't know. I can't read today, apparently. Uh, so. I need to borrow Vic's glasses back there. Um, <laughs> switch them up. Uh, so are mold, radon, and asbestos in the home inspection are, and are those separate? They are. They're separate services. Now, a lot of inspection services will also provide that. Sure. You're just paying extra for that. Um, I sub that out. And also, I like to do the inspection before I start charging somebody for a mold inspection. Let me find if there's even something indicating there may be mold. Right. Why I don't necessarily see the point in telling them up front, hey, by the way, it's going to be another $300 for the mold inspection. There may be absolutely no need for that. Radon. There's times where we don't have radon uh, needs for a radon inspection, especially in the city. Our mm -hmm. radon levels are so low in the city. But if you want to be frugal, you bet I'll set it up.
I'm just not going to push it. Right. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Asbestos. Asbestos can be found during the inspection. So that is a, a super smart question because it's hidden. Homeowners don't really know what to look for with asbestos. Um, they don't know that a nine inch flooring tile contains asbestos. They're not going to know that. But in, during the inspection, mm -hmm. if I see that, that's when I'm going to say we need further evaluation by an asbestos contractor. Uh, in there but uh some insulation uh vermiculite in the attic we find vermiculite in the attic that's when i'm going to say hey it's time to get oh, got a further evaluation yeah. <laughs> let's get rid of this but to charge it up front i'm not going to do that but some inspecting services will they, i mean they can offer that right off the bat i have like 400 questions by the way and i'm just going to keep just keep going quick. Yeah. keep so, going dude i i mean <laughs> we deal with this all the time and we in jessica's right because she actually is one of our um she's our dispatcher and she's our first point person in our office she literally has to deal with these conversations and hey i just had a home inspection there's a couple of things i need a panel replacement it's 2500 hours of what they said wait a second <laughs> i mean 2500 bucks like you don't have good enough home inspectors like, like yeah, we're not even at material cost yet on there as well what is what is your top let's just say five things that you really really want to pay attention to that's going to cost the homeowner the most amount of money for repairs that need to be done immediately furnace we're able to start with the furnace and wow. roof. Freaking furnace even and roof. plumbers? Sewer. So much sewer more expensive than yes. expensive. Plumbers are more yeah. expensive. About sewer. And I will tell somebody often, too, that if you're going to have one or two plumbing repairs, find some more. Because if you're going to pay that guy to walk through the door, you better give him something <laughs> yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you're still going to be paying for that 30-minute fix. You might as well find a few more 30-minute fixes sure. on plumbing. Well, having, having them just do us do mm -hmm. a home inspection, uh, right. our home inspection, a plumbing inspection yes. of the home mm -hmm. is important huge cameraing the sewer that oh, you, that's why i was so there here. we go that's the big one right now and that's that's the uh, new see trend. i told you plumbers yeah. are expensive. i jumped on this trend i love it especially in the city we're already pushing it that's one thing we are pushing up front we're saying hey sure. okay we can schedule your inspection by the way we recommend you consider uh, a sewage drain inspection um and they oh is that important yeah because those clay pipes that are that were 60 years old mm -hmm. are deteriorating they're, 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 right. they're breaking all we need to do is find out where that blockage is have it sleeved or whatever repair we're going to do do the repair ahead of time spend the little money that it takes for that inspection because that's going to save you the big money of having a backup into your basement big difference yeah <clears throat> so that's a huge one uh roofing is another one and i'll give you an example this winter we had so much snow that we had almost 24 inches of snow sitting on top of rooftops. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know. <laughs> and ice. And ice. We did a whole show Damn. on ice dams. So yeah. what happens? Yeah. It's heavy. It's not rain. It's not mm -hmm. just rain and wind pushing into the into the uh, into your flashing around your your flue penetrations and your roof penetrations, right? This is heavy snow and ice. And as it's pushing down, it will find little crevices, little vulnerabilities in the in your rubber flashing, even even aluminum flash, flashing, that the rain doesn't normally find. So that's where I get concerned. I get super hyper-focused on a roof because I want to make sure that I can, even if it looks slightly deteriorated, I'm going to say, hey, you know what? We should replace this flashing. Let's just get ahead of the game. Just, we got some snow coming. Let's replace all the flashing around the, uh, uh, around the chimney, uh, around your, your, your flue penetrations. Get ahead of it. So that's a really, really important one. Oh, yeah. uh, often, the, the problem that's going to bring is they don't even realize that they were leaking until it comes through the ceiling and now you've got a lot to do in the attic too so it's expensive um but do you like look at the valleys and stuff in the in the roof and, yeah wow. those are important yeah how they're, how they, they have to be sitting. installed properly and uh, also if i see penetrating uh, or if i see a fasteners penetrating that tiny little penetration from the nail the roofing nail that's enough uh, i see water coming those all the time luckily 
is a really easy fix. We seal that stuff up or put new new shingles over that valley. Um, but I, I'll tell you my my number one, and I think every broker in the city that works with me had to learn this uh, the hard way, is um, loose toilet bowls. I make a big, big deal out of loose toilet bowls. Um, <laughs> Good. It's, it's, I appreciate it's, that. It's a major concern in my it reports. Is. It's in yellow. And the reason being is because I've replaced enough subfloors to know that once a, a $6 wax seal has been compromised, tightening down the commode doesn't fix that problem. Right. Yeah. Uh, and now it's just going to cause havoc to the subflooring, the, 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 the living space underneath, all the finished materials, all because we didn't pull that up and put in a new seal and properly install it. And it needs to be done by a licensed professional to do it. And Not, call Jay's Plumbing. Yeah, that's when we <laughs> yeah. call Jay's Plumbing. That's right, because yeah. what we don't want is Uncle Tony going, I got that. I'll take care of a loose toilet bowl. And he goes, yeah, I got sockets. And he starts tightening and up and that. it cracks the bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, nice Tony to don't got it. Tony's buying you a new toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you are getting a reset with a new toilet. toilet. That's and right. sometimes that is the better way to go is to buy a new toilet at mm-hmm. that point too. Yeah. Get Which I recommend right. most of the time anyway. Right. Plus, it's a great time to install a bidet. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Oh my lord, definitely. Uh, once you go bidet, there's no other way. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Kiki, we uh, I keep talking about this bidet thing. I'm really sick of using toilet paper, and everyone keeps convincing me wiping my own butt is not sanitary. That's correct. So that just is, do yeah. it, bro. Well, there's no yeah. scientific proof of it, but it is heaven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give so you. Close. I'm gonna give you one analogy on that. Just and a half. All right. Oh, so, oh, look at that. We got sound effects. <laughs> Here's my favorite analogy. You're very welcome. Yeah. So All right, you're picking up dog. We will make America oh, great boy. Oh, again. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, oh. Oh. Speaking, <laughs> speaking from Vic, who <laughs> is uh, working with a, a wind company right now. Yes. <laughs> Couldn't have been a more oxymoron at all. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. All right, so real quick. Yep. You're picking up dog poop in the backyard or wherever, right? You're picking up dog poop, and, it, and somehow a little bit gets on your finger, right? And you get a choice. You can run in, you can either grab a sheet of toilet paper or there's a faucet. Where are you going to go? You think that toilet paper is going to clean off that finger? No. Before you go eating dinner? No. No. Faucet. You're going to go to the faucet. You're going to wash that off. That's right. That's right. That's or, a beautiful analogy. Thank you. <laughs> my, my other favorite one is the back porch. There's a storm and a bunch of mud gets washed into the back porch through the screen. And you walk out and you've got a choice. You've got a broom or a power washer. What are you going to grab? To get rid of the mud yeah, on the back the broom porch. sounds pretty powerful. Right. Yeah. No, you can grab the broom. You're just going to be back there for a while. Yeah. yeah. So. So uh, Mary asked a really good question earlier, too, just a, a second way. Uh, I can't believe couple. I just said all that, by the way, on this. I usually try to keep that private. <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid point around of a day. And it just again, there is, solidifies uh, my understanding of that. I probably just need to go buy one. It, 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 call it, Jay's Plumbing to put it yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. Because I don't want to touch plumbing. You can get them heated, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I love that you go by day and never go back. Plumbing. Like, yeah. that's okay, beautiful. Yeah. There's <laughs> a sensor now, too, that when you walk in the room, the lid will lift. Yeah, the totems. Pretty cool. Absolutely. Oh, I Seems love silly until you have one. Yeah. My, my total one yeah. will will spit um e water into it, and so electronic water, which is sanitizes the bowl for you when you sit down. <laughs> it's on got a light. It's got an all the light comes on. You never thought there was so much technology in it. I should just do a little short on um just the bidet seat. TikTok, oh, yeah. 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 sure. I'll do we a TikTok, TikTok video. too. Yeah, so if you're on TikTok. Oh, and we're we'll, trying. We'll, we'll let some of the new guys use it and film it. <laughs> <laughs> you are not filming me on the toilet. <laughs> throwing that right out there right now. 
Uh, so Mary did ask a question. You ever had a house stump you? Yes. Cool. Absolutely. Speak away. <laughs> Continue, please. When the home has had a lot of modifications and additions, you have to start looking at the foundation and you're not really sure what's going on until you find out that it was an addition. It was just recently remodeled, but you did notice that there's a little elevation change when you got to a part of the house, you know, and, and you, you, you stare at it for a while and then you look in the outside and you're looking at the foundation walls. You go into a crawl space if there, I've been in that where you get in the crawl space and you're like, man, where's the separation? I don't understand it. And I would see blocks. So here's the, the cinder blocks that they use from 1920. Okay. Pretty popular, which by the way, were carried to the, the property that they were built on by horse drawn carriages, thousands <laughs> of pounds carried on a horse drawn carriage. Here they come. And, and, and then, and on these, these was dirt roads, because these were all dirt roads. And then there were hitching posts. Okay. <laughs> so St. Charles has them too. These were there were hitching posts. So this horse, <laughs> you would lazily <laughs> throw your lasso over a three-inch piece of wood, and somehow that horse thought it was stuck. <laughs> I never understand it. I never get it. But anyway, they did bring all those cinder blocks. So, so that is way so, off from the It's a side I can't even remember your question now. Uh, what are we talking about? So it was cinder blocks. I saw and I go and I see, oh man, the cinder blocks are all the same. How in the world did 50 years later, they found blocks to add on to this foundation? I ended up just going, I don't know. I didn't even tell you. They're like, well, they said there was an addition. I'm like, I can see there's an addition. I don't know how they matched the blocks 50 years later. They were identical uh, because you're, there's going to be deterioration and erosion. You're right. going to see yeah. that. Yeah. They were all identical. Wow. But it was obviously a, an, uh, an addition to the house. That one. That's awesome. Yeah. That was always the stuff mind. Yeah. We just ran into one actually when you guys stopped in the office yeah. today and uh, you know, we ran into a house, the same similar situation where had one HVAC system and literally it was a double addition. They literally built a second house attached to another house and added, they just added a bunch of supplies and the second floor is getting no like airflow. We had to go out and actually put our camera system down it just to make sure that there was even duck, you know, with supplies in the walls at all. <laughs> was um, it connected to anything? Well, it, it, it was definitely a stumper for one of our, our experts who's been doing this for a number of years. And he's like, I can't honestly tell you, it looks like there's something in there, but there's zero airflow up here at all. Um, and it's just one of those things that when you're home inspection, like, how do you address that? Like, and this was in a crawl space too. The crawl space enough where even you, I couldn't fit in there. Luckily, he was <laughs> a little bit smaller than me, and he, he was touching the crawl space on the top, you know, bottom floor joist, and literally squeezing through just to get to the furnace. Oh, didn't even have an, didn't even have a filter yeah. in it at all. So like, we're already starting off really good here. And you know, at the end of the day, it's 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 not going to be a pretty picture at the end of the day. Like we got some major work to do in this house. Um, Art, thanks for joining me, uh, my business partner. And first digging um, out the crawl space would be the first step, right? <laughs> yeah, so funny because there was like a mechanics, there's a mechanics, uh, he had one in the garage. Oh, like Creeper? A, oh, a Creeper. <laughs> and he used that and then it just kept getting shorter and shorter and he had to like slide off it. He's like, I was so happy to get that 100 feet of Creeper used and not have to dig three, came in the office, is all dirty. I'm like, oh. yeah, you know, yeah, it's, luckily it's the last appointment. So uh, Art's asking a question real quick too. What's worse, uh, asbestos or black mold? Equal. How about both? <laughs> Equally. <laughs> no, I want to break it down to what's harder to deal with. Sure. Um, they're both dangerous because both of them, once they're airborne, they're, they're a health hazard, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to say asbestos is probably worse because it's harder to gather um, and remove. Whereas 
mold honestly molds really easy to get rid of um the hardest part is finding out where did the moisture come in that's what we need to do find out where the moisture come in so we can knock stop that it. off close stop that moisture from coming in the mold itself uh uh fungal accumulation really is you can kill with it ble honestly it's bleach but you can use mold x there's all kinds of great products that's going to kill that fungus but and then you apply an antimicrobial it's ten dollars for a bottle of antimicrobial uh and then you ventilate the area asbestos a little bit harder because it's already gone airborne if it has been airborne if it's been disturbed if it's in the attic uh getting asbestos out of the attic you can vacuum all that out but there's still particles in the air yeah let's talk about here's let's bring up this subject lead paint <laughs> mm -hmm. is there still because, lead paint you yeah, still oh, yeah. find lead paint oh yeah, yeah. Oh. because oh, wow. even for us like we've got to open up a wall and i don't know how it's for i'm lead pipe uh, lead, lead paint lead, certified he's lead certified oh, cool. so yeah. he's the one who and if we had to deal with all of that, he would be on site. But um, yeah, that's a big thing. It's like you're talking about it getting into the air. Uh, Containment, think, for sure. Anything before 1978, you really, if you're open more than six square feet, you need to be containing right. that space. Yeah, I just assume it's Or there. do a test. You need the test to verify. You have to just presume, assume. I, I tell homeowners to assume yeah. it's there because I've got a lot of new homeowners. They're, it's their first home and they're buying a 100-year-old home. They, they're questioned, yeah. They're concerned about that too. And oh, I just they used to have extra lead paint. I'm going to put more lead into this paint. I'm going to make it real good. Put it in gas. <laughs> they put it in everything. Yeah. Yeah, it you know, it does bring up a, a valid concern that I have about now. If 50 years ago, nobody was concerned about asbestos mm -hmm. and lead. Yep. And now we know how dangerous it is. What are we using now that, that we don't know that in 50 years, they're going to go, can Use you that. believe they were installing this? And they thought it was cool. Filters. Yeah. Fiberglass. Yeah. Filters. Fiberglass. Yeah, I'm done with that one for sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just one. takes time for things. It, it just to get the word out and people yeah, realizing. Exactly. And I mean, they have much better fiberglass sure. now, but it's not like the old days where you're all itchy a lot of times, but yeah. Yeah. still not good. And I remember times when I was installing too, is that if you didn't have every bit of skin covered, you didn't mm -hmm. notice it until you got in the car on their way home and you're like, ah, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And if you went to use Burning. water, <laughs> all you did was push it into the pores, you know? It was open Hot water. shower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how long off. does a home inspection take? How long? Jessica's asking that question. <clears throat> oh, all right, Jessica. So our standard home inspection for a, uh, a very quick home inspector is about two hours. <laughs> for me? About three hours. It's going to be about three hours. Um, but it's not just that I'm more detail oriented than the other inspectors are very detail oriented. I personally want to explain everything that I'm finding because I don't want this buyer to see the report and be unnecessarily freaked out about something when it when I could have just explained that it's repairable. Right. And, and I don't I assume they don't understand anything. So um it's good to, for me anyway, I want to take a minute at least on each component and say, hey, Jessica, let me show you something that's going on here. Um, this this pipe on the, the vent pipe uh, is pitched incorrectly and it can cause some rust. So what we want to do is just have an HVAC contractor lift that up and get a proper pitch to the exhaust. Um, not wait for them to see the report and go, oh my God, the HVAC's not installed right. It's not, he said it's not pitched right. And now you're freaking out. And it's really not necessary. Right. It just needs to be fixed. So I do spend a lot, I talk a lot. So <laughs> that's the you. extra hour that you're paying that's the for. Extra hour. <laughs> um, not to mention, I do like to get to know people a little bit. I want to know, are you somebody that, you know, when I was with Mike, um, I didn't have to explain a lot of things. Somebody else, I may have to explain. You, you still did. You things. still, still went into it just to be 
Yeah, it's your routine. Yeah, it's true. I'm sure I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I probably told you a lot of things you already know, but right. but it is routine. You're absolutely, absolutely right. I do share a lot verbally. I mean, that's, that's, that's important, though. Education is key. I, I think it's... You being don't comfortable know. in your house. Yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're a new homeowner, like, it's scary. There's a lot of stuff going on. And when you buy your first home, you just don't realize how much maintenance there is, how many different components of the house, how expensive different things are, especially for replacement, especially for upgrading. Yeah. Um, for us, we ran into a couple problems with electrical panels where... We have 100 amp service running a 200 amp panel and the main feeders are burning up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was missing a home inspection. We had double taps that we've seen on that kind of stuff, too, which is, you know, it's double tap for a reason. There's no space left in a panel and they're just double tapping because it's easy. That double tapping causes now we now run into municipality codes where we're, we can't just replace the panel with a bigger, you know, larger panel where it has more spaces. Yeah. We now need to look at load calcs inside of that. And most municipalities and most villages require a 200 amp upgrade. Well, that 200 amp upgrade, you're, you're talking, you know, mass headed outside. You're talking about, uh, you know, new lines that run 20 in. 20 grand. Yeah, yeah, 400 million grand. <laughs> Four million dollars. It's not a million dollars anymore. We've, we've been, inflation's hit hard around here. Yeah, Four million really hard. Um, so you can kind of go down the list and run down that kind of stuff, too. Um, and at the end of the day, you, you we offer that as well, right? So you guys offer um, your expertise on, on a paid basis to come through and sign off on different parts, do camera yeah. inspections. Gold Shield does too. We, we sign off and certify the HVAC system. You know, during different seasons, obviously, we can't test AC. Um, but furnace, you know, let the if there's an area where you're stuck or confused and having an expert actually come out and verify, you know, that things are done right and have right. it signed off, it takes on to us. We take the responsibility now if something happens and it gets your home purchasing experience easier. I, I, my biggest fear right now with home purchases is you're in and out so quick, not you, because you're spending three hours there, which is a good amount of time to kind of go through the home and educate. We, we've had half an hour inspections where they just write a bunch of stuff and they're like, some electrical is needed. Yeah, that some electrical is a full house rewire, literally. <laughs> and it, you know, 30, 40 grand and mm -hmm. the customer's going, whoa, wait a second. Like the home inspector said some electricals work, said they need a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, well, unfortunately, we opened up the wall and <laughs> You got a half a pipe in here and the rest of it's just exposed wire, but it's all got to be in conduit, you know, for different villages. So we want to make sure that, uh, you know, when you're picking your home inspector, do your research on it, really, really pay attention to reviews, really pay attention to the process of what it is. And at the end of the day, it's, it's a huge investment. Mm -hmm. House is not, right. it's the most valuable thing besides your family, which obviously is ultimately the most, but it's the most lucrative uh, investment that you're going to make in your, in your lifetime. And you want to make sure that investment's protected because, Whatever problems that has house has, you now own. <laughs> right. So it's really big. And it's yeah, a really good idea to have, you know, the home inspector mm -hmm. getting the other trades. Don't you feel getting the other trades, having the plumber come out and camera? Yes. Which yeah. we mentioned earlier. Yeah. In the, uh, and there are times episode. where I've been able to bring in even uh, um, uh, HVAC. Right. Uh, because I knew there were going to be uh, two or three systems. Uh, in the house. So I was, I've already told him, I said, Hey man, do you, do you guys mind if I bring an HVAC contractor to evaluate too? Um, that's awesome because they caught things that maybe I wouldn't have been looking for. Maybe it was just a rusted limit switch. Right. You know, and when I, when I'm looking in the panel, I'm looking for date, age, condition. I may miss a, a limit switch that is about ready to fall off in three weeks. Right. You know, you guys catch that stuff. So it's huge to have other contracts. What about electrical? What do you, do you, do you call electricians in? I have. Yeah. 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 And, 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 uh, if I'm stumped on something or honestly, like to this morning, I did a $1.2 million home and guess what? I couldn't find in either of the 200 amp panels. 
What was not visible? Let's say the question on the table is what was not visible in a <laughs> I, mean, I can list a hundred things that aren't visible that I've seen. Well, 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 it's, a Siemens, it's a Siemens yeah. 200 panel. So it's a great oh, panel. Okay. I love okay. it. Yep. No main breaker. Uh, no, <laughs> I find that recently too though. You're missing uh, a main breaker? I don't, I don't no, know no, what we're doing. No, <laughs> no ground wire. Oh, okay. Cool. In yeah. either of them. Now, do I suspect that it's grounded elsewhere in the panel and I just can't see it? Yes, but it was a beautiful install. Mm -hmm. But, um, the the uh, uh, the screw is there, no wire, so I can't say that it's grounded properly if I can't see it. Right. So what do I do? I send a picture to my electrician, dude. What do I do? I cannot find the ground wire in this panel. Lick your finger, it's sticking. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Don't do that. Super <laughs> like having a good relationship with with the professionals around me is huge. Like, I yeah. utilize it all the time. Yeah, I tell people cameraing the sewer is yes. very very important. Cool. Your main water shutoffs are. Very important. What about if anything happens in the house? Know where those are and are, do they work? Yes. Right? It happened to me in my own home. I had clay piping in my main sewer. It clogged and it got, I got a main, you know, a main, uh, was a soft clog of the main stack is what I uh, Oh, there it. you go. Very yeah. nice. Oh, you like that, right? See, I got some cool information too. Uh, and at the end got of the day. Got some plumbing lingo. Yeah, I got some plumbing lingo. You've been That's, hanging around some plumbers, huh? as far as it goes, by the way. Um, so uh, we, we camera inspected and, and actually found out that I had clay piping Come on, in there. you already read the whole entire code book and did the work oh yourself. God, yeah, Come on. Yeah. Like, I'm going to jump You in know the, the, how to be a plumber. I'm going to so jump in the truck with Keith and just talk shit to him all day long. Come on. Man, that'd be fun. <laughs> is it a plumbing thing? It is a plumbing. It's a, plumbing it's a thing? shitty, it's a yeah. shitty um, situation. We'll have but fun all day. It's kind of, <laughs> no, we would have fun all day. Uh, and to answer your question real quick about grounding wires, you know that uh, new code around 200 amp panels should have dual grounding panels in there as well. Dual, dual or three grounding, and it should be outside too. So you should mm -hmm. be grounding different parts of it. So there's wow. a lot of yep. a lot of codes and different wow. things. Wow, wow. Um, so we want um, two. Yeah. We want two eight foot rods now. Wow. Nice. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kent joined the show. Welcome, Kent. And uh, do you also recommend realtors to people? Is what Ken's asking real quick. I can. Um, I have, but by the time somebody gets to me, sure. they've, they've already, already got their, yeah. their broker. That's right. right. But I would love the opportunity to because I get to find out where you're looking. You know, all you got to do is tell me where you're looking, what you kind of have in mind. Are you somebody that needs a personal touch? Are you need somebody that's aggressive? Well, I know so <laughs> many brokers and I have such tight relationships with all of them um, that I'd love to. So if anybody out there is like, man, I, how do I find a good broker other than just who my neighbor told me to, to, mm -hmm. uh, to contact, uh, please contact me, JTH Stone Home Inspections. Um, I would love to start referring some of these brokers because they're amazing. I got to be honest with you. I think the way I think of a real estate, your real estate agent is the quarterback, mm -hmm. right? And here's why is because that's the person who knows the game plan knows all the details of how everything is going to work, sees how things are going to happen before they happen, and then has to call all the audibles. So that's the quarterback. Right. All the home inspector is, man, I'm an extra point kicker. I've, wee, yay! <laughs> you know, everybody prepared? Wee! Got it through the goal. Let's celebrate. <laughs> yeah, so, so what they do is unbelievably valuable um, and, and hard. Uh, I, I, I empathize with them all the time, seven days a week seven days a week. And sometimes they yeah. might not make a dime for it <laughs> all that time they put into it. Right. So it's pretty impressive and how much they know, and you can count on them for their referrals because they're not just lackadaisically. Lackadaisically? Oh, <laughs> back in a plumbing talk. Lackadaisically. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're not just randomly throwing out 
referrals. Yep. Right. They can't do that because their reputation's on the line. It's so similar to us. Right. If I'm rever if, if I'm referring a plumbing contractor, it wasn't just because I met you in a meeting, Mike. <laughs> Is because I, I got to know you. I know how you're going to speak to somebody. I know how professional you are. Well, the brokers have to do that constantly. So they really are the center of our mm -hmm. universe. Right. Absolutely. You're listening to 216 The Net on the 216 The Net. <laughs> We're listening to, yes. This show has gone by incredibly fast. Yes, and we yes, could yes. literally blow through 100 more. JT, I cannot thank you enough for your transparency, your honesty. That's true home inspection right there is the transparency the honesty Absolutely. that's what people really need to understand is that the home inspector is not the end-all be-all and you need to pick the right one and you sound like the right one to me there's more too i oh, mean honestly sure. we're at, we are at that time now sure. um right. that that there's a new generation and and our training's different it's a little more intensive um and the communication is is, is increased so there's a lot of really good inspectors coming mm -hmm. up that are, are that are providing a lot of, of uh, insight, finding things and, and using the right tools. Like now I have thermal cameras. Uh, if I need to use a thermal camera, nice. or I can even just show you where your heating oh, elements under the tile is. That's kind of cool so to cool. know. Um, <laughs> the new generation is pretty great. I'm digging it. Uh, and I'm training two guys right now. So I'm, uh, and they're awesome. awesome. Oh, you, they're smarter than me. Yeah, it's pretty cool uh, uh, to find these guys, but they're also really well trained and they're smarter than me. <laughs> well, we we wish you the best of luck this year. Obviously, with that, we definitely want you back on the show to do a part two to this uh, yeah. later on. We, we're going to have a, a broker come on. Actually, we're going to have a, a realtor come on as well. Um, so we're going to kind of go through the process of a home buying experience because that's important right yeah. now, especially. Can can if we're going to wrap up, I, I do want to touch on something that sure. we, we had mentioned earlier. Sure. Is, uh, something that's important is what if you're selling the home or you're buying a home, what you should expect when when the inspection process starts. Yeah. And it can be daunting. It can be a little scary. Um, I prefer to be that people be prepared, not scared. Right. Um, but they're gonna it's going to be scary. So if you're selling the home. One thing you have to keep in mind is that there's going to be people in your house. You have to be prepared for that. Get stuff out of the way. Secondly, is if you're smart and you want to be real proactive, get a pre-listing inspection done. Now you can eliminate 75% yes. of the issues that the buyer's inspector is going to find oh. ahead of time. And Can't as far as the, the, the being uh, open about things, you could say, well, those five things that you don't want to do or spend money on, you're presenting that to the buyer. When they pull up in the driveway, they already know the house needs a new roof cover. They've already looked into how much that's going to cost, and they've accepted that information, and they're moving on, not waiting for the inspector to say, hey, we're ready for a new roof cover, um, and, and you weren't prepared for it. So as a seller, you are doing a, a service to any buyer that pulls up by doing a pre-listing inspection. So be prepared for the inspection. Um, and, and for a buyer, be prepared that we are going to find a list of everyday typical fixable items, receptacles that need to be upgraded to GFCIs, um, small repairs from wear and tear, toilet bowls that are loose, um, settlement and service walks that need to be addressed. Um, those are all the same typical fixable items. Be prepared that there's going to be some things that this home is just ready for you to come in and, and, and freshen up. And, and bring it back to life again. And in 20 years, it's going to have other issues for the people you sell it to. Right. Um, that's how it works. Be prepared, not scared. Beautiful. Very good. And also beautiful. All right. Well, next week we have a realtor, I believe, that's going to be coming on the show. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Next Lindy. episode. Yep. Very excited. So stay tuned, guys. Thank you so much. For, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Watching Dream Home Experts on 216 The Net. Stay tuned for next episode.
The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only and is a generalization common DIY projects. Each home project may encounter unforeseen issues with specific circumstances that may not be covered in discussion of this program. This program makes no representations as to the completeness of the information and expressly disclaims any implied warranties as to the fitness of the information to any particular purpose. Before starting any projects, it is recommended the homeowner research the skills and proper materials necessary as well as any and all local requirements for permits. If there is any doubt, it is advised that a licensed contractor be consulted prior to commencing your particular project.